0: Believe you me that financial stress is a part of everybody's life. No matter whether you have $100 to your name or $900,000 to your name, or let's take that one step further, $9 million, you still have financial stress. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Eric Powers with you once again from Sky Blue Wealth. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you listening in, and if you're subscribed to the podcast, thank you so much. If not, please take a moment and tap that follow button on your device so that you can get each and every one of these episodes. Now, what are we talking about today? Financial stress. And like I said in the opener, almost everyone has money worries. Even if you've saved up a huge nest egg, money's always a concern because, well, you don't want to make the wrong moves. You want to keep the future looking hopeful instead of woeful, and I get it. Living paycheck to paycheck is a different kind of stress than worrying about your investments, or worrying if you have the proper amounts of insurance, but all in all, it still involves some type of stress. Okay, so maybe there are surfers out there who never think about money at all, or meditation superstars, but these are few and far between. And while I can't teach you how to hang ten, This episode will hopefully help you prepare for future stress you may not see coming and also gives you ways to relieve that financial stress. Not to pile on on financial stress, but let's also remember that we get stress from other sources, including let's say kids or family or work. It's good stuff to know that stress is blamed by experts for the majority of our illnesses. It's the seed of sickness. The Mayo Clinic has stated that people who learn to manage stress live longer. So the more tools we have to handle the stress, the better you'll feel and the longer you'll get to enjoy your golden years. Okay, so let's make the distinction between good stress and bad stress. Apparently, doing hard work like working out, a kickboxing class, I don't know, hiking, is short-term stress and it's good for the body and mind. Long-term stress is what we hold inside, what we bottle up, the daily worries that we should get out of us with exercise and meditation and other activities that we'll get to in a few minutes. But first, I want to get back into the facts about so many people being affected by money worries. The majority of Americans do feel stress. And to make things worse, 29% of them don't get medical care due to the costs involved. That's according to a Gallup poll in 2018. So what happens? The stress builds and builds and can take a toll on the entire family. The medical problems that the stress brings on can range from insomnia to digestive issues to diabetes and heart disease. It's a serious problem, guys. Being in pain or being sick causes more stress and will rack up doctor's bills which could cause extra financial stress. Then there's workplace issues that we all know can generate some stress. Now, if you're a business owner, I'm sure that you know running your business is extremely stressful. It may be the number one way to have your hair go gray. But for employees specifically, here are some stats. 79% of employees surveyed experienced work-related stress in the month before the survey. Three in five workers said that work-related stress caused them to have a lack of interest, motivation, and energy at work. Plus, 36% had cognitive weariness 32% had emotional exhaustion, and then 44% had physical fatigue. That study was from the American Psychological Association, and that tells me that as employers, we can do better. We can promote well-being more. I see so much talk from the startup and hustle culture. It's all about not taking days off, sleeping just a few hours a night. It's just unsustainable though, right? And it leads to burnout and illness, clearly. And it's on us individuals to take time to notice our minds and bodies and what we can do to keep them functioning at a high level. But one psychologist wrote a piece I read a little while back. Everyone is in a fight or flight mode most of the time. We just don't realize it. And mostly it's low level. Not like we're being chased by tigers like our ancestors. But stressful meetings, stressful traffic, deadlines, those things add up. And yes, stress is part of work but not managing that stress is actually that problem we've got to address. So let's first look at what you can do to manage money worries. No, the lottery won't work. You'd probably just lose the winning ticket just like I would. This alternative works better. Plan ahead. You see, financial planning isn't all about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. That's a crucial piece, but that's investing. And investing is about what? Planning ahead. And let me tell you, planning ahead will help keep stress in check. It won't prevent scary stuff from happening, but you can better handle stressful events if you've made at least some form of plan for it. And here's an example. A small emergency fund has helped thousands of people avoid freaking out when their SUV all of a sudden needs repair, or when a family pet needs a vet, right? That's planning ahead for something that you don't know exactly what for, but at least you're setting it aside because. The today you is taking a moment to care for the tomorrow you. Another example is getting life insurance, right? We've not found any immortals flying around in capes, except on TV shows. So getting life insurance is preparing for the inevitable. Less stress for you and less stress for your family. It's all about forward planning. And the same thing for your will. Many Americans don't have a will, pay attention, get a will. Even though it might cause some stress to get the will written up, it erases most of the future stress over how your estate will be handled. Now let's look at issues that are causing you immediate stress. For many, money is tight right now and you need some relief today before Judge Judy comes on at 5 o'clock. Not that I watch that TV court show at all. But anyways, one step that you can take is to look at your budget. And yep, start one today if you don't have one already. We'll link to a blog post in the show notes about budgeting ideas as well. A quick and easy step also is to consider your needs and wants. And this can be hard and it can take some practice. But if you're super stressed and want relief today, maybe take a hard line with yourself. Cut out everything that's unnecessary. I know it's way easier said than done, but it's you that you have to live with. But there is a clear difference between essential needs and wants. Judge Judy, not that I watched that show, and ESPN are entertaining because cable TV is a want. I've got a buddy who's pretty frugal and I can't tell you how many times he said everything in Walmart besides food or clothing is junk. He makes a good point, but we do have to have some stuff besides the basics. I'm well aware of that. But the decision to look at those expenses is the key. There's always something that can be cut out of a budget. Okay look, whether your stress comes from work or from not enough money coming in, you've got to make changes that keep that stress from killing you. Or from just damaging your brain. I say just, but mental health is something we have to protect. You know this if you have any family member suffering from Alzheimer's. Stress produces cortisol, And that's bad news because prolonged cortisol levels damage the brain's hippocampus, which creates loss of long-term memory and harm to the brain's ability to focus and function at a high level. Other changes can include increase in anxiety or mood disorders and decreases in cognitive flexibility. So the new research shows that chronic stress can even raise the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's. I have stress in my life, and unfortunately, I also have Alzheimer's in the family. So it's certainly something that I'm going to take a very close look at. How to reduce my stress. So look, we want to fight against those terrible outcomes. So here are some suggestions to go over your budget and cutting out expenses that you can live without. By the way, you should also go over your investments regularly like your budget, Because times change, the markets change, they're changing right now, and you can't sit still for 35 years and hope your initial retirement plan works out the same way as when you put it in place. As for today's money stresses, you may need outside help, and that can come in the form of a credit counselor, and it could be a financial advisor. I can't stress this enough, especially if you've been in a rut for a long time. I use this expression all the time. We don't know what we don't know, and sometimes a little guidance goes a long way. A six-week financial course or eight hours of counseling may be the best thing that gets you back on track and lowers your financial stress 10-20%, to and that could mean the world to you and those you love. Another tactic to give you more financial peace is to add income to your household. No telling how many Americans have used part-time businesses to cure money problems over the years. That requires working more hours in addition to your regular job, but if it helps you keep some light at the end of the tunnel, then it's worth it. Just remember to plan something that is low stress or incorporate ways to manage that stress. And here's an example. I know a guy who sold his insurance company and then he started helping his buddy who had a landscaping business, mainly because he got bored at home. He said he found the work relaxing, just time to himself, and after a year, he went into a similar business for himself. He didn't need a ton of income, but he found something he liked and he found it relaxing, so he dove right in. The point is to be flexible in your thinking if you're going to start a side hustle or some cottage business. And especially if you're going to get a second job. That could really amp up your stress even if it brings in the extra income you need. So choose those ventures wisely. Alright, I know you all get it. Financial stress can never be completely wiped out. If you've saved for 20 years and things look good in your portfolio, well, you still can't help but worry about the next 10 years. Inflation is kicking everyone's tail in 2022, and that alone can make you nervous about your assets and the market. So here are some ways to manage stress. This is for those struggling week to week and those with their ducks in a row but concerned about the future. Meditation is always mentioned as a way to lower stress and it's not some new age mumbo jumbo. It's been used for thousands of years and there's science that backs up the health benefits. And when I say health, I mean body and mind. Okay, so the University of California, Davis, reports these benefits from meditation. It lowers blood pressure, it can reduce pain, it helps improve your sleep, it helps improve memory, and it even helps us have more compassion. Your results, of course, will vary, and I know some of you will never try, but guess what? You've probably already tried it and liked it, and you just didn't know it. Walking can be just as good as sitting silently. It's quite meditative because it gets you outside and it gets your body moving without being hard on the joints. For the younger listeners, you'll know what we mean in a few years. There's also fishing and gardening and lounging in a hammock, restful things that give your mind a break. It may just be me but it seems like we made more time for leisure just 20 years ago we may watch a ton of netflix nowadays but it seems like we don't just kick back away from the screens i think there's something to that how else can we explain america being one of the most stressed out countries on the planet and by the way gardening is another healthy hobby that can be used in place of meditation dutch studies have shown that spending just 30 minutes in the garden is enough to successfully zap stress yoga is another option and something called yoga nidra which is some form of nsdr non-sleep deep rest which is a new trend for people who can't get into meditation or even for those who really tax their brains at work and need a better unwinding practice than sitting and focusing on a meditation mat the nsdr thing is kind of new but highly recommended by neurologists And I believe the CEO of Google uses this stress relief practice because his brain is always going, so he needs an easy form of meditative relaxation. You can likely relate to it if you have toddlers. One more tip before we recap, be social. Connecting with people also helps us deal with all kinds of stress. The New York University Spouse Givers Intervention Study has found that those who join support groups are significantly less stressed than those who don't. That's one example but being around people, being at church, ball games, local hangouts, doesn't matter. It's a healthy way to live. Okay, let's recap. We covered a lot today and the biggest takeaway is that you won't ever remove all financial stress from your life but planning ahead for hardships, reduced income, Loss of insurance, stuff like that is crucial to overcome those events and avoid extra stress that will just make things worse. And to recap, actions that you can actually take. Don't avoid medical treatment if you're experiencing medical troubles, mental or physical. The costs will eventually catch up to you. Workplace stress is a problem that requires work on the part of the employers and employees. It is not hopeless, but action must be taken in order to deal with the stress and the anxiety at work. Financial planning is simply planning ahead, and planning preps us for future events. This is not eliminating stress. Rather, it's acknowledging stress is always here and saying we will have a plan to reduce its impact on us. Another is immediate money worries and troubles can be addressed with a budget and a hard look at needs versus wants. Financial stress can set you up for future illness, including heart problems and Alzheimer's, so it is wise to get outside help from credit counselors and or financial advisors if you're unable to handle things on your own. Adding income can reduce money worries. Just be careful not to add more stress to the mix. Short-term stress is a way to fight off long-term chronic stress. Doing challenging things gives us the release valve for bottled-up worries about money investing in work. Meditation is the go-to, most experts suggest, for natural stress reduction. But meditation can come in so many forms, and many people believe a walk outdoors alleviates most worries. And a quote that I like is, a good night's sleep is often the bridge between despair and hope. Life is stressful, and finances are a huge part of that. But we can manage that stress and not let it get the best of us. When you get overwhelmed, reach out, and we'll work on your financial plan together. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, and I hope to talk to you soon. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult an appropriate qualified professional prior to making any decision.